0: Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Before I get into today's episode, I want to invite you to try my lit daily online yoga classes. You'll get a free trial if you sign up now. And I have a library of anatomy based and super fun yoga classes, plus a different daily class. So you don't have to choose. I also do special monthly live streams. So check it out at movementbylara.com. Today's episode ways to check your posture throughout the day. So posture is something I am kind of obsessed with because it is so much more than how you stand. Um, It's how you feel, how you hold your energy or not hold it. It is your presentation into the world. We are walking around in this vehicle, this body. There is uh, one irrefutable fact in, 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 in our lives, and that is we live in a body. And that body contains everything. It contains our energy. It contains our emotions. It contains our spirit, but it is in the body. And so the external frame, our posture, has an effect on all of those things. We, science has just proven what we already know, which is when you hold yourself a certain way, you feel a certain way. It has effect all the way up into the neurotransmitters, into the hormones. It is really profoundly important. And a lot of people realize that and they say, oh, my posture is not great, but I don't know what to do about it. So I want to give you some ways to check in with your posture throughout the day. I've talked about this on other episodes, but I'm going to just reinforce it today. So first of all, we need to find out like what is optimal posture. So optimal sounds like this is the perfect posture. It's not perfect. It's 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 a range. Um, There is variations. People are going to be born with some degrees of variations in their posture. Of course, some people have scoliosis, so that's going to have an effect on their posture. So there are, there of course are some variations, but everyone can find a better sense or a more optimal posture. There's no doubt about it. And in that more optimal posture, what happens is your bones are stacked in such a way that they have more congruency. So I just imagine if you were—if you've ever stacked blocks with a kid and did them in a variety of ways, or link in logs or something. When you line things up, it, it gave—if you lined it up well and balanced, it gave the whole structure a lot more stability. And so that's how the bones are. So all the bones of your spine, if they're stacking in a way where they have more congruency, if the other joints, the weight-bearing joints, like your ankle, your knee, your hip all the way up and then into the pelvis and the spine like all of that if that's stacked really well then you're going to have more structure to support you therefore you have to have less energy from your muscles and connective tissues to support you so that's just that's just plain simple construction you know i talk a lot in my teacher trainings about how our body is a house well, we develop the home with all that we are inside of it, but the structure of the house needs to be strong and stable to be able to withstand different different weather systems, you know, so that we have a lot of variety in our movement patterns. We are able to get that when we have good posture. So the one way to figure that out is first get, I've talked about the triple S, the sacrum which is the bottom part of the spine, the scapula, and then the skull, the back of the skull. Those need to virtually be in the same line. Those are your primary curves of your spine. And they will. you, will, you can find a wall or the floor, either one, and try and find contact with all three of those points. So that will give you the feedback that you need. You can find this when you're, on, when you're in your car Set your headrest up so that you can get your back of the skull on it. You can feel the scapula and the sacrum. And it's harder in some cars. Some cars actually have a bucket-like seat, which actually pushes you into a more rounded low back position. And so your sacrum is actually kind of offset from that. Notice the difference. That doesn't feel as good. There's more strain on the tissues at the back and ultimately on the joints if you sit there for long enough. So try and do something about that in in the form of getting um, support behind your low back to actually kind of stop that rounding, but push you a little bit more into neutral. But in a lot of cars now um, that don't have the bucket seat effect, you can find that. So find that in your car, lean the back of your skull into the headrest, lean the scapula into the back of the car seat, and then the sacrum there. And then stay alive in your posture. So anytime you're sitting, you need to have just a tiny bit of core engagement. And if that's not natural for you, you're going to have to think about it. Just a little bit of everything, like think of it, everything squeezing up, squeezing around the spine, just tightening up around the spine to give it support. And if you think about it from the spine perspective, instead of just like pull the low belly in, it actually kind of creates more of this suction feel from everywhere. So you want to get that feeling of support and then you can dial it up or down according to what, you know, what you're doing. If you, if you need to be more awake at, um, at, at work and really hold that together more, if you're driving and you don't need like a full amount of it, you can low dial it, but you want to have a small amount of that. So at work, same thing. If you are at a standing desk, this can be harder because you don't have the, the wall behind you. You don't have your sit bones sitting on. A chair or even a back of a chair for some feedback. I'm not saying don't do a standing desk. It's great, but you can't, you can stand suboptimally as well. So figure out a way that you can check in with that. You can stand and bring one hand behind your head all the way at the back of the skull where the little hump is and just pull the head back towards your hand without lifting your chin. Just pull it back and without tucking the chin. It's just like a, the chin might naturally drop down. But just pull it back. So throughout the day, if you don't have that feedback, use your own hands and do some kind of timer at work, some something that will remind you, hey, I need to check in with this because we can go into habitual patterns of of, uh, standing or sitting and then just kind of space out. And you won't really know it until something starts getting sore or, or getting that feeling of like, ugh, you know, compression. And that's when your, when your body is starting to speak to you, it's usually you, you've been in that a little bit too long already. It's kind of like when you get thirsty, you've actually already been dehydrated. So thirst is, is a delayed response to dehydration. And it's similar in the muscles in the, um, that you'll, you'll, you can get sore, but that's usually you've already been in that position too long. So you want to check in for that good posture before that soreness even happens. So bring that one hand behind your head when you're standing. You can put the other hand behind on your sacrum. And so everything kind of pulls back into that. Even though you don't have anything behind your scapula, if you get the top and bottom of those three points, you're you're in a good, you're in a good place. So you can do this as well. Say if you sit on a chair or like a theraball where you don't have a back to the chair, you've got your feet on the floor, you can do the same thing, hand behind the head and hand behind the sacrum and pull back into it. And so those of you who aren't familiar with the sacrum is, the sacrum is if you follow your spine all the way down, it's right above the tailbone. So if you go to the butt crack, that's a little bit too low. It's right above that. And there's this like um, fused area. So it feels different than the rest of the spine because it's broader. It's fused and it that is your sacrum. So we want to feel that the skull and the scapula and the sacrum are all in alignment. And, and again, if you don't have a back of a chair, if you're sitting in it, do that as well. Bring your hand behind your head and your hand to the sacrum. And then a couple of times throughout the day, I think it's good not only to get up and walk around. Of course, get up and walk around as frequently as possible. I said this in an interview I just did about the 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 how awful it is, I, you know, how the disaster of sitting. But it's it's not so much sitting is long is bad, but how long you're sitting for. So what I said in this interview is, it's much better. If you had to sit for eight hours to sit, you know, for 20, 25 minutes, get up and move around for five minutes, come back, than it is to sit straight for eight hours and then get up and go to the gym for an hour and a half. You're actually going to be better off getting up more frequently and moving throughout the day than if you don't move at all for eight hours or, or very little, um, even for four hours and then go to the gym for an hour. It's, you need to move frequently, frequently. So keep that in mind, and that will also benefit your posture. If you change your position more frequently, it will benefit your posture because you're not going to get kind of hardened or or, um, compressed or or molded into one position, and that affects your posture. So if you're sitting for a long time, it affects your posture, even if you're bringing more awareness to it. So the other element is get moving as much as you can. So that's how you want to check in with your posture throughout the day. Do it from the time you get up, get against a wall, brush your teeth where you're standing against a wall and doing a wall squat, do a bridge on the floor as you're um, waking up in the morning. For people who have lots of difficulty with their posture, I say before you even get out of bed, do it on your bed or get down on the ground if your bed is, is not firm enough and lift up into a bridge and feel in that bridge that you've got the back of your skull, the back of your scapula and your sacrum on the ground, and then you lift your hips up. Your feet are on the floor with the knees bent. And then when you're in that position, put your mind into your glutes, like make your glutes start to fire right away because the glutes firing right away are going to be really helpful for keeping your pelvis in a neutral position throughout the day. Once, you're, once your glutes get in the habit of being um, dialed down or snoozing, you can really tip in that pelvis and arch in your back and or around the back, either one, but the glutes are just uh, dial down tremendously. So, doing a bridge like at the very beginning of the day takes one to two minutes. This is not a big deal. And then you get on with your day and then you check your posture throughout the day. So, you can either do it against the wall, you can use your hands, you can do it against a chair, but get that feedback and then think move frequently. Moving frequently will help you with your posture. And then check your posture as you move frequently too. Like, are you upright? Are you moving with that upright? posture. So I hope this helps of course every single one of my classes works on posture because what we do is we work on developmental patterns from the very beginning. So developmental patterns are the movement um movement sequences and patterns that we had when we did in our development. And when we come back to these primitive motor patterns, we are able to kind of rewrite our story, rewrite our motor planning and our movement. Um if you've we've all have the instinct sometimes or to, to have a habit and then continue to just go down this worn habitual pattern of moving. So the only way we can rewrite it is to actually go back to what, are, what is hardwired within us, which is these developmental patterns. So we do this in every one of my classes and this is actually how you will change your change your habits and change your posture and change your movement. So check out my classes. Um, we have free trials so you can see for yourself. I hope this helped posture matters. It really matters because when you stand tall, you will feel more energized, more vibrant, more clear, and you will be nicer. (laughs) When you're schlumpy, it feels schlumpy and you feel grumpy. So, you know, stand tall and um, be kind to all. That's my message today. And I'm sending you lots of hugs as always and pulling for you. Write me if you have any questions please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, share it with friends so that I can keep doing this and helping you in all the ways that I would like to. Thank you.